You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Like we always do about this time. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 33. It's your boy E-Dub back again for another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking your time out of your day to spend some time with us and uh, just kick it talking about the Atlanta Hawks, and NBA and all that jazz, man. We really appreciate you guys. Um, I was going to do a... Um, a live podcast this evening, but as you guys know, it is the start of the NFL season. Didn't really want to compete with that, <laughs> so I thought, you know what? Let me just go ahead and record this show uh, during the day, drop it, and then you know people can listen to it at their leisure. So, uh, and then you know during the week, I had the other podcast with the WNBA. So, if you have not tuned into the ATL Dreaming Podcast with myself and Yakiri Thomas. Make sure you go on to Twitter and uh, you follow Game Time Radio. That is Twitter, GT Radio 1100. Follow us there and um, you can check out our coverage on the Atlanta Dream. And they have a possibility of possibly making the 
WNBA playoffs. They think they got two more games. They got to win out. But uh, go over there and check us out, man. We're doing some good work over there. But if you are new to the show, we want to, first of all, say thank you for checking us out. Uh, We appreciate you. We're glad that you're here. Take off your shoes. Relax your feet. Um, uh, a, A large part of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you to connect with us via Facebook, via Twitter, via Instagram. Uh, our Twitter and Instagram name is at Hawks Beat. Just one word, just Hawks Beat all together. Uh, you can find us there. Give us a follow. And uh, like we mentioned earlier on Facebook as well. So if you're on Facebook, go to the search bar at the top and type in the Hawks Beat and you will be abreast as to everything that we have going on. You'll see our page go ahead and click that like button click click and uh you'll be on you'll be on board with us so um of course the hub of where everything is located is of course our website thehawksbeat.com yes thehawksbeat.com don't forget the the t-h-e hawksbeat.com uh, um, that has all of our information as far as subscribing to the podcast all of our news notes Social media, all of that jazz is on the website. So stop by there, check us out, and make sure that you are in tune with everything that we have going on. Um, like I mentioned earlier, this is our mailbag and from our mailbag podcast. So we're going to be just taking some questions that we have accumulated over the past few days and just answering some of those in regards to the Hawks. So um, if you did not get a question in, make sure you just send us a tweet. Um, at Hawksbeat, of course, or you can hit us up on our Facebook page. Uh, shoot us your question and we'll make sure to answer it for you as to what we have going on. A bit of news before we hit this quick break. Um, the NBA and the NBA in the uh, Players Association have moved back the dates for the free agency period and for the NBA draft. So I know the draft was initially scheduled for the 18th. Um, the 18th of October, excuse me, they uh, they went back and moved those dates, of course, because of COVID. The season is going to be ending later. So they adjusted those dates. So when they reschedule those, as far as the draft is concerned, free agency, uh, we'll put that out and let you guys know as well. So we're going to take a quick little break, hear a little something from our sponsor, and then we are going to get into the mailbag edition of the Hawksbeat podcast episode 33 it's your boy edub stay tuned get relaxed we'll be right back this segment is brought to us by a welltogetherman.com Make sure you check out a welltogetherman.com. It is a website for men that deals with grooming, fashion, entrepreneurship, and fitness. They're good friends of the Hawks Beat. Shout out to our guy, Rufus Addison. They do a great job over there. Make sure you stop by today at welltogetherman.com and be one of those men who are leaders, not followers, men who take care of themselves, and men that have some self-respect. Shout out once again to a welltogetherman.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. Hawksbeat Podcast, episode 33, the mailbag edition. Uh, let's jump right into it, guys. Let's jump right into it. And <laughs> as you probably would guess, the first question is about one 
Giannis Antetokounmpo. Question is, do you think the Hawks have a chance at Giannis? I've already seen Giannis in Hawks jerseys up and down the timeline. Um, I've seen the YouTube videos of the Hawks need to bring Giannis to town. <sighs> Let me just take a deep breath before we get into this. Let's look at this. Let's try. And if you're a fan of the Hawks, try to take off just for a moment. Try to take off your fan hat and let's look at this uh, objectively. Right. So the first thing we got to look at is the situation in Milwaukee because uh, they hold all the cards. They hold all the cards right now um, as far as what they can offer. So Giannis will be a free agent after next season. So the Bucks pretty much have a season to decide what they're going to do. Now, the Bucks are the only team that can offer Giannis the Supermax. So the Supermax is a five-year deal as opposed to a four-year deal. All the other teams in the NBA can only offer up a maximum of four years, but the Bucks can offer them five, which I think with the Supermax would be somewhere around five years, $220 million. Something like that. I mean, your boy would be eating good. So the situation is, does he have confidence? First of all, you have to ask yourself, does Giannis have confidence in the front office and Coach Bud? Now, the front office has made some moves in the past, and they've shown that they've, they will make moves, you know. They haven't necessarily brought in like a, like a top tier, like, like second, like a, Robin to his Batman, but Chris Middleton is a capable number two in the league, I believe. And they surrounded him with 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 shooters. You know, you got you brought in Kyle Corver. I mean, you, you brought in uh, guys that can surround his his, his skill set. So front office has done has made moves. Has it been enough for Giannis liking? I'm not sure. Has Coach Bud, has he, is is he sold on Coach Bud to the fact where he would like to be under that regime for another five years? Is Coach Bud the guy? So you got to look at Coach Bud and say, is he going to provide Giannis with what he needs? Does he think that Coach Bud can take him to the promised land? Now, Coach Bud is an NBA champion. Time's over with the Spurs. He knows what it looks like. He knows what it smells like. And the list of coaches right now in the NBA that are better than Coach Bud is a very short list. A very short list. And I would I would guess, just without even thinking, I would say he's top five. And he's probably not five. <laughs> anyway, that's a joke. Um, but yeah, man, so you have to ask the question, does he believe in the front office? Does he believe in Coach Bud? Um, you got to look at it from this standpoint, uh, uh, as far as the, the Bucks are concerned, what assets do they have? Okay, so let's say he signs a Supermax of five years. What is that going to look like as far as the Bucks are concerned? Are they going to be able, are they going to be hurting for money? Or are they going to be able to bring in additional players? I mean, what is it going, what assets do they have to offer people to acquire talent in trades? Where they're going to be strapped for money? Like, what is it that they have? And so let me just read just a little bit of some of the assets that they have. So going into next year, you got the first rounder that they accumulated from Indiana. Um, of course, you always have cash to send. Uh, Ersan Il- Ilyasova, his $7 million contract is falling off the book. So you're going to have $7 million to spend towards 
um, another uh, a player if you want. Um, the next year, you still got your first round pick, cash. Um, then George Hill's contract files off the books next next season. So you have a little bit of flexibility, but not a lot. To, so there's not a lot of wiggle room if you really want to bring in another guy. We don't know what Giannis is thinking, though. He may be okay with Chris Middleton being number two and being his his rob, the uh, Robin to his Batman. He may think all that is all good. We just simply don't know. But those are the situations that you have to look at. So he has the ability with Milwaukee to sign the supermax, the five year deal, or or this guy's. He could go the Kevin Durant, LeBron James route. Say, okay, this year I know is my expiring contract. I'm going to re-up with you guys. I'm going to sign a, a two-year deal, one-year guaranteed, second-year player option, which in essence just gives him, you know, another. I don't know if you would sign that this year or the next year or whatever. But, um, yeah, so he would sign a, a, a one-year deal with the second year as a player option. I mean, he, it really wouldn't make sense for him to do that now because he's about to hit free agency. So I see, I assume he would probably do that for the next season, signing one year and then the next year hit free agency again, and then we'll be here all over again doing this again. I'm a fan of the shorter contracts. To me personally, I think it gives the player more flexibility. Um so you're asking me, what is the Hawks angle? So we've looked at this from the Milwaukee standpoint. What is the Hawks angle? How could they possibly get Giannis to um, Atlanta? First thing is this. There's only two ways you're going to do it. Either it's going to be through a trade or through free agency. I think the most viable option will probably be through a trade. If he goes into next year and there is uncertainty, um, as far as Milwaukee's concerned, and the Bucks don't know if he's going to do, and they think he might bail, they may try to sell him off of parts, meaning that they may just sell him, trade him, and see what they can get for him. And for Giannis right now, the sky is the limit. I imagine that he's going to cost a bevy of first-round picks, if that's the route that they're going to take. I imagine that they're going to want some decent, good players in, in, in return, not no contracts they got to take on. Just, I mean, good basketball players. Um, so you have to ask yourself, if if the Hawks are going to acquire him through a sign and trade or through a trade, what assets are the Hawks willing to give up? Or what do the assets do the Hawks have? Hawks have a ton of money, so they can take back a lot of contracts. So if they're strapped for money, if Milwaukee's strapped for money, and they need to, to dump some of those contracts. Atlanta might be a spot. Atlanta has some first-round picks and some second-round picks that they still can gamble with. That could be an option. Um, they still have their picks for the, for the next foreseeable future. So he may cost two or three first-round picks. Um, he may cost you a John Collins and, and a Cam Reddish. Or, or I'm, I'm going I'm to tell you two like this, guys. When it comes to trading and a guy receiving a guy with the caliber of Giannis, pretty much everybody is on the table except Trey Young. I'm going to tell you to you like that. Everybody's on the table except Trey Young. So if this is something that the Hawks want and they want to roll the dice and really want to try to strike a 7 or 11, they're going to give up whatever it takes, be it draft picks, be it John Collins, be it Cam Reddish, Kevin Herter, whoever the case may be, except 
Trey Young. Again, there was only one touchable, one untouchable on this team, and that is Trey Young. So uh, if you're asking me what I think the Hawks' chances are, I think that's the kind of sacrifice or that is what you're going to have to give up if you want a guy like Giannis to come and end up in Atlanta. Do I think it is likely that that happens? As of now, I don't think it is that likely, personally. I would I would give it under 40%, under maybe 25% right now. But, of course, things can change, um, and it's still early on in this situation. The other option the Hawks can gather him or, or get him on the roster is free agency. Let's say he just goes through next season, and he hits free agency as a free agent. Hawks have the ability to give him the four-year max, uh, whatever that may be, because they have the most cap room in the um you know, in the league, um, the only team they would not be able to outbid would be Milwaukee because Milwaukee would have the option to give him a five year uh, supermax worth 220. So it's really all about um, seeing where, where Giannis's head is right now. I And to be honest, guys, I have no idea like where his head is. Like, I mean, like last year, Kawhi did the super power play. And he 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 exercised the the huge <laughs> he exercised the 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 grandest power play of them all last year in his exit from Toronto to the Clippers uh, and bringing in Paul George with him, which was a, a stroke of genius. I'm all for player uh, power. I'm all for the players calling the shots and making the moves. So. Um, so to answer the question, do the Hawks have a chance at Giannis? Yes, I think they have a chance. I don't think the chance and the probability is very high. I think the probability of acquiring him via um, via a trade is more likely than him coming over and just free agency. But uh, that is kind of my two cents. Um, yeah. <laughs> So one other thing that I forgot to mention uh, about Giannis, um, I've been looking on the rumor mill and seeing different likely candidates and different possible landing places for for Giannis. And uh, so far dominating the rumor mill right now is Miami and Toronto um, as far as preferred landing places, good landing places for um, a, a player like Giannis down in Miami. You got Pat Riley, who was just <laughs> he is just a closer. He is the closer in getting things done, getting deals done. I mean, who doesn't want to go to Miami, live in Miami and just, you know, <laughs> man, if, if they're able to, to land a player with Giannis's caliber and a guy with the killer attitude of Jimmy Butler, that might be a tremendous tandem. Uh, Toronto is also a likely destination with, uh, of course, the... Um, the the combination of of, of Giannis and the the GM there uh, Masai Jiri, who has some some affiliation and some connection as far as back to his home country, and some some connection to the, him on that level. So Miami and Toronto are two spots that have come up frequently, whenever you Google uh, Giannis and, and possible landing spots for next year. But we'll keep you guys posted uh, as to that. Next question. Um, is Lloyd Pierce on the hot seat? Is he on the hot seat? On draft night, when, well, not draft night, 
on the night when they had the NBA draft lottery, excuse me, um, I was on a call with Travis Slink. And he said that the expectation for next year is to improve. Now, obviously, improving for the Hawks next year would mean the playoffs. Um, I thought that they were not quite a playoff team last year, especially with that roster in the beginning of the year. Um, with the core that they have now, and you, you you would think that with the pieces that Travis is looking to add, um, you would think that in the East that this team can be a playoff team. Um, is Coach Pierce on the hot seat as of yet? I don't think so right now. I don't think so going in. Going into the season right now, I don't think he's on the hot seat. Um, I think we got to look and see what next season is, right? So Travis has said, and Coach Pierce has said, you know, like this should be a playoff team next year. He said that in so many words, you know, and so the expectation, again, is playoffs next year, whether you're eight seed, seven seed, however you get in, you just got to get in, you know, and then, you know, we'll kind of go from there. The Hawks are really impressed and they really like that young core that they have. And I think it's up to Coach Pierce is to make that work. Is the seat hot? No. But is the expectation growing? Yes. Um, I really like Coach Pierce um, as a man, as a coach. Um, I think he's good not just for this basketball team. I think he's great for this city. Uh, his name has surely um, risen uh, among a, a, a lot of these coaches, especially during this time right now, during pandemic and a lot of racial tensions in uh, the U.S. right now. And his name has really rose to the to the top because of the work that he's done in Atlanta and, you know, his his, his voice and social justice. So. Um, I don't think he's necessarily in a hot seat yet. Um, if he has a season of expectations and it'll meet expectations next season for whatever reason, then I think that seat will get a little warm, maybe even a little hot. So um, I think that when his seat gets hot, I think Travis is hot. Travis Slink, the GM, I think his his uh, his seat will be just as hot as well. This segment is brought to us by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry shipped quickly to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. You can get the Tillman's Trinkets and Things from our website, thehawksbeat.com. Just click on their banner, Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Shout out to our guy, Jonathan. He's done great work. He's made pieces for my daughter, for my son, for myself. Check out the folks over at Tillman's Trinkets and Things. All right, next question. Who do the Hawks select at number six? Now, this is a loaded question. Uh, I've been on record. <laughs> I've been on record many times. And if you guys follow me on any of my social media platforms, you guys already know how I feel about that six pick. I think you should sell it for all it's worth, see what you can get for it, and move down. Because I believe that the caliber of player that you get at six is, you could probably get even at 10 and at 12. I, I've said again, this, this draft is a good draft. It is not a great draft. That's no disrespect to any of the players uh, coming out this season. It's just not a great draft. So um, I think the idea of not even having a top pick is good for the Hawks because 
This isn't a year that you want to bring in a guy who was a number two or number three pick who was looking to start. And you're just like, yo, man, we already have our core. You're probably going to have to be a role player or come off the bench. You know what I mean? Um, the Hawks have that six pick. And I believe that Travis and knowing how Travis looking at Travis's history and what he's done on draft day. Traditionally, he's not been afraid to pull triggers. Uh, he's always looking to gain assets. He said during the draft lottery, he was like, look, man, we got we got um, we got space to take on contracts. And that lets you know, Travis may be up to something again. So if you see another veteran on this squad making twenty five, twenty seven million dollars a year in the last year of his contract, just understand that's just how Travis gets down with the get down. <laughs> and I've been on record of saying I believe in Travis. I think that Travis is is knows what he's doing. And I, I'm a big fan of what he selected. But to answer your question, who do the Hawks select at six? So what I've seen so far in a lot of the mock drafts, it's been a, a, a variance of people. I think there's been a lot of people that have been connected to that six spot. Uh, of course, you got Obi Toppin, the, the the power forward from Dayton. Um, you have the Okongwu kid. Uh, I can't even pronounce his name. Okongwu. I think it's Okongwu. Power forward center from USC, 235 pounds, 6'9". He might be the best player available at six, but I don't think he addresses any needs at six. So that's going to have to be a judgment call for for um for travis because while i think that he might be the best player available at six i don't think he really addresses the need of that inside presence that you have for the hawks because you still got john collins who is a four who can play the five you have clint capella you have Dwayne deadman who is a more than serviceable big um not sure what they're going to do with scott labissier but you kind of got you you, you kind of got something down low you know what i'm saying so it's not necessarily uh uh a case where you need a guy like him and he is kind of his game kind of symbol 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 uh his game is similar tripping over my words his game is similar to a tristan thompson bam Adebayo, that type of guy and it doesn't again doesn't really match what the hawks are looking for one guy who i've seen come up kind of frequently has been the halliburton kid the Halliburton kid from uh, Iowa State. He's 6'5". Uh, he's listed as a point guard, but he's kind of like a combo guard because he can shoot the ball pretty decent, too. Uh, one of the problems the Hawks had last season was falling off the wayside once Trey Young went to the bench. And I mean, uh, man, it, it, it was some games you, you watched him and you're just like, yo, man, Trey is gassed. He is gassed. So you, you have to protect your investment. You know, you have to protect your investment. And if you can find a free, a, 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 a nice point guard or a nice guy that can come in and play with Trey or, or take some of the load off of Trey to preserve him, I think that that would be a good look for you guys. I think that would be a good look for you guys as far as, you know, who you're going to pick up. Um, one guy I also like is Cole Anthony out of uh, North Carolina. Now, Cole Anthony is a guy who is slated to go a little bit further down in the draft. But um, if you're able to work out a trade or work out with something where you're able to drop down and get Cole Anthony, I would be cool with that. I like his game as well. He's also a guy who can play a little bit of that combo guard, can shoot the ball pretty decent, and, uh, you know, he, he can provide relief for Trey while he's on the bench. Again, at six, don't look for the big name. Don't look for the sexy name. Look for a name who can come in and contribute 
to what this team already has. So um, those are kind of the names, and they're going to vary. If we go over this again in another month, these names will probably vary. I don't know why <laughs> why draft bur- uh, how, how how draft names and uh, people they go up and down when the season's over. <laughs> so it's funny to see how that goes. But I really like them going after a guard, uh, maybe the Halliburton or the, or the Cole Anthony kid. But we'll see how I feel in another <laughs> in another month. <laughs> So one thing I forgot to mention in that last segment was the history of the number six pick. So if the Hawks decide to keep the six pick, uh, let me just give you a history of the last, what, five years of NBA players who have come out the draft and have been picked uh, six. So last year we had Jarrett Culver, who actually turned out to be a decent ball player. You had Mo Bamba in 2018. 2017, you had Jonathan Isaac. 2016, you had Buddy Heald. In 2015, you had Willie Colley-Stein. So again, there is value in that sixth pick. There has traditionally been value in that sixth pick. Again, this is a top 10 player, guys. It's a top 10 player. And I know a lot of folks had their sights set on um, that number one pick, Anthony Edwards or whatever, or LaMelo, however you felt about it. But um, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. So be encouraged. And I think that they will have value, whether they get six or even if they drop down to eight or 10. I think that there's still value here. Um, last question is, who are some free agents that the Hawks should target? Um, I did a whole podcast on this, <laughs> so I'm not sure exactly what podcast number it was, but um, I talked about some of the free agents I think the Hawks should go after. Um, let me see if I can remember. I know one of them was DJ Augustine. Again, we talked about in the draft of, in the last segment about drafting a point guard or a combo guard. Um, I just always have been a fan of DJ Augustine everywhere. He has gone. He has put in work. He is the consummate professional. And, um, I just think that he would do a good job here in Atlanta, um, backing up Trey Young, and you can actually play him with Trey Young um, if you wanted to. So, DJ Augustine was one of the guys that I listed as far as um, maybe a guy that you can bring in, um, you know, to, to to play on this team for next year. Um, I think I mentioned one of the the Morris twins. I think is going to be a free agent. I'm not sure whether it's Marquise, Marquise or Marcus, one of them. But I like both of those players, to be honest with y'all, man. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I think both of those guys will come in and give this team uh, some added toughness. And I think that that it would be uh, – I, I think the Hawks could use that toughness, man. You know, um, those Morris twins, that both of them can shoot. Now, one is better than the other. I forget which one is better, but uh, they can both shoot the ball pretty decent. And I, I really think that, um, you know uh, – it would be a pretty decent fit. Um, I've, I saw one name last week circulating, and that is one Davis Bertans uh, of Washington. He's a small forward out of Washington, small forward, power forward, whatever. Shoots the ball very well. Um, concerns with him is that he's not that good of a defender, and he may cost you a lot more than you're probably willing to pay. Uh, if you're able to get him at a decent price, 
Like, I don't want to pay him starter money and have him come and be, like, the eighth or ninth guy off the bench. You know what I mean? So, like, it's kind of a tricky thing with, with the money, right, with with with, uh, with Bartans. But I really like his game. And I, it, this team needs shooting. <laughs> this team needs shooting. And, uh, uh, yeah, so this team needs shooting. Marcus. Marcus Morris is the one that will be a free agent next year. He is the power forward. Uh, he's he's the one playing with the Clippers right now. He will be a free agent next year, and uh, he I, I I don't think he's going to cost you a whole bunch of money. So um, the Hawks really have money to spend, money to burn next year. So I think that uh, those guys, when you look at it, there was another guard on my list. Let me see if I if I could. There was another guard on the list, I believe, that I had uh, that the Hawks should target. Um, but again, go back to episode, I want to say maybe episode 28, maybe episode 29 around there. Um, as far as guards, I think, would come in and, and fit well with this Atlanta Hawks team. One guy that was kind of on my on my wish list was Fred Van Vliet of Toronto. He's going to cost you a lot of money. Um, <laughs> but he is, I'm just a huge fan of him. Uh, he's played his way into a lot of money, so he's going to get paid. And and deservedly so. So I'm a big fan of the Van Vliet kid. Uh, I love. I would love to see DJ Augustine here. Um, so yeah, those are two guards I'm looking at. I, I like the Morris kid um, from the Clippers. I like Davis Bertan. Um, but you know, it, it's all about how the money works and how they can fit in with the team. So those are a, a few of the guys who I think would look good in some Atlanta Hawks uniform so to get more information on that question again go back and check out episode i think 28 or 29 or whatever and uh yeah i broke all that down i really did (laughs) but ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for checking us out on this podcast um again if you want to get in some more questions make sure you just tweet us at hawks beat on twitter instagram or facebook and uh we'll get back to you as uh you know, as we get your information. So subscribe to the podcast. Go ahead and leave us a favorable rating. Uh, if you don't, we're inclined to think you are a hater. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. So give us five stars. Let us know what you loved about the show, what you hate about the show. And uh, we will see you next time. Peace and love, everybody. Spread love. We'll see you next time. Take care. to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.